The Israel Report with Rolin Marks. Joining us now on the line from Israel, our correspondent Rolin Marks. Rolin, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. Always good to talk to you. No, great to have you on board, Rolene. I'm looking through my list of questions that I want to try and get through with you this afternoon. I'm, I've decided to juggle things around a bit because uh, there's been so much talk on the news front today regarding the release of hostages. We did talk about it earlier on. Now there seems to be this imminent deal coming now from uh, the Israeli cabinet. What do we read into this right now, given that, you know, we've been dealing with what, what, what one could say is a lot of speculative, you know, like reports out there about the release of the hostages. Where do we stand right now on this? What do you make of everything so far? Well, everything still has to go to the cabinet and the security mm-hmm. uh, cabinet for a for a vote. So I think let's not speculate about anything mm-hmm. until we hear a final uh, verdict coming from the IDF and from the government. I think, you know, this is a very, very sensitive issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it impacts on so many devastated families who are very, very anxiously waiting for their loved ones. So I think before anybody jumps to any conclusions or spreads around anything, let's wait until we have absolute final word. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people want to try and be the first to break news and, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, follow this WhatsApp group or that WhatsApp group. But let's be very, very cautious. These are people's lives that are at stake here. Indeed, Rolene. So uh, as our news, news desk was reporting, apparently uh, there's going to be some kind of announcement at 8 o'clock tonight. Can we rely on that? Should we wait on that? I think we need to wait on that. The cabinet still has mm. to meet. Let's wait until the uh, uh, cabinet meets and we can see what is happening and then we can move forward. Indeed, that clears it up. Thanks, Rolene. Uh, just to, to settle the dust on that one, no jumping to conclusions and no speculation until, as you say, either from the government or from the IDF. Let's move on, Rolene. And let's look at Israel now recalling its ambassador for, from South Africa. Well, this is a very, very strong sign uh, from coming from Israel about just how uh, seriously and concerned they are at South Africa's stance with regards to our war with Hamas. And again, I stress it's a war with Hamas. Uh, the South African government doesn't seem to want to hear any other side, doesn't want to hear the facts on the ground. Um, I, I've seen it in, in the South African media. I've experienced it myself. Uh, we can see by the South African government's blatant stance in support of Palestinians. Now, there's nothing wrong with supporting Palestinians. I think we all support Palestinians. But there is something very, very wrong when you are supporting Hamas, when you are having phone calls with Hamas, when you completely disregard the crimes against humanity committed by Hamas against um, the Israeli people on the 7th of October. And I want to reiterate, because it doesn't seem to be language that the government and many want to hear. Mm. We don't know the actual 
civilian casualty numbers. Uh, the numbers are given by the Hamas-controlled um, uh, health ministry. There is no independent verification. We don't know how many are combatants. We don't know how many are civilians. We don't know how many have been killed at the hand of Hamas, whether it be shooting, fleeing civilians or rockets that have uh, fallen short. We don't know. So any, you know, jumps to accusations of, of genocide, and, and let me also reiterate, genocide is the stated intention to wipe out a people. Now, Hamas are definitely genocidal because it's stated in their charter, and they've said on, on television in recent weeks, we, we will commit this again and again and again and again. Uh, when it comes to Israel, you don't commit genocide by uh, warning civilians to get to safety and ensuring humanitarian corridors and ensuring humanitarian pauses and ensuring mm. that uh, humanitarian aid gets in and, more importantly, gets to where it needs to go. So right. uh, I would advise people to be very cautious when using language like genocide. Hmm. Speaking of uh, humanitarian aid and uh, the conflict happening, the war happening now in Israel, Rolene, let's look at once again at the hospital issue. And in this case, how much did uh, aid organizations know about Hamas activity taking place in them? Well, there's no way they could have turned a blind eye. Mm. We have heard from doctors uh, who have been uh, working in Shifa Hospital, uh, British doctors, this has been um, uh, broadcast in several media, that of course everybody knew about Hamas in, in, in Shifa Hospital. You can even see their presence as they came in with the hostages mm -hmm. uh, in the CCTV camera footage. You can see the medical staff exasperated knowing well here they come again to make our lives very complicated and I know in fact uh, Michael I'm almost certain that medical staff are not in the habit of carrying around meat cleavers as we saw with Hamas terrorists inside wow. our Shifa mm. hospital mm, mm, mm. Uh, and it's, a, it's an open secret that Hamas have used Shifa in fact they had to bypass 11 other hospitals to get their hostages to Al Shifa Hospital on the 7th of October. So there is definitely uh, mm. knowledge of what has been happening. And uh, we hold the World Health Organization, the Red Cross, and all of them complicit in knowing what was going on, knowing what was mm. going on underneath uh, Al Shifa Hospital and not doing anything. In fact, our Minister of Health has written a letter to the World Health Organization saying that you knew what was going on, mm -hmm. and you did not say a word. And Shinbet, to top it all, a report from Shinbet today said that uh, they actually reported on, they discovered this and reported this back in 2009 already, that this was already going on in Al-Shifa and other hospitals. This has been going on for years. We mm -hmm. knew it when... Uh, in 2014, the Operation uh, Protective Edge, uh, and we're seeing it now. And, and this time, we're rooting it out from uh, uh, root and stem. Indeed. Rolian, a story that caught my attention earlier on. Uh, I ran this by you so that we could just unpack it a bit. So there was a viewing of the Hamas atrocities at the United Nations. I stand corrected on exactly where it uh, took place. Um, but now... A notable absentee was the Secretary General himself, Antonio Guterres. Well, he has uh, shown his true colours throughout mm. uh, 
these last six weeks. The ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, along with Musab uh, Hassan Yosef, he is the original son of Hamas. If you haven't read his book, read the book. It's called Son of Hamas. Uh, and they... Uh, he spoke to the, the plenary before they were able to view some 300 ambassadors and, and other officials viewing the horrific body cam and GoPro footage taken from Hamas terrorists and surveillance footage, uh, kibbutzim cameras, all of that on the 7th of October. And, and you could actually see some of the ambassadors leaving the, the plenary extremely, extremely upset and um, disturbed. Uh, and yeah. and um, we know that Guterres wasn't there. He wasn't in the room. I mean, he's been spending the last... Uh, weeks tweeting out the most preposterous stuff, including saying never before in his term of uh, Secretary General has he seen um, uh, such carnage, such destruction of love. Uh, and I think that there are, are hundreds of thousands in Syria and Tigray and Ukraine and various other places in the world who, who would also like uh, to to have some of the attention from the uh, Secretary General and to say, what about us? We had uh, deaths and we had uh, carnage in far, far greater numbers. And indeed, it would be interesting to hear his views on this uh, BRICS uh, virtual summit being held today, uh, Rolene. I don't know if you've picked up on anything regarding that, but yes, if our news desk will pick up on that. But Rolene, once again, we've just about run out of time. Wish we could just unpack a little bit more on the show, but Rolene, thanks as always for joining us just to give us some background as to what is happening in Israel.